Live from State Street in the heart of Chicago, you are listening to the new home of the Chicago Bears, ESPN Chicago. And this is Carmen and Yurko, WMVP, WSHE, HD2 Chicago, a good Karma Brands radio station. I hope you're having a great day. Another uh, gorgeous weather day, so that's nice. We inch towards the end, end of Feb. This time next week, the Combine will be underway in Indy. Waddle and Sylvie next week. I think Thursday and Friday we'll broadcast live from the Combine in Indianapolis. Tag uh, deadline window, or the tag window, I should say, is now open. The deadline arrives on March the 5th. We'll find out which players around the league end up getting tagged, how that might affect the Bears and their search for some impact players in free agency. I would expect guys like Burns and Allen probably to get tagged, right, Yurk? I think those seem like... In terms of what the Bears might be going after, seem like two very logical choices to be tagged. So a couple of the pass rushers that would not be available, but we'll see uh, in the, the coming weeks what they decide to do to try to fix this team. Remember, that tampering period will be here before we know it. It starts on March the 11th. You can watch us today and every day live in our State Street studios on YouTube. Click and subscribe to the station's YouTube page. And, of course, make sure you've got the ESPN Chicago app so you can listen anytime, anywhere. We'll cross-talk with Waddle and Sylvia at 2.30. Uh, they're going to be back together today because Sylvia is back from vacation. Wonderful. So look forward to that. We'll have to set up uh, this week's Unhinged in the, the next the couple of days as well. The human carbuncle. He's the back. The human carbuncle. Real Can't nice. wait. Uh, Black and Abdallah will be on tonight after Waddle and Sylvia until 8, so plenty of live programming. And if you're wondering why Justin Fields decided to unfollow the Bears on Instagram. Uh, he did sit down. I'm going to play the shorter version here. Is that cool, Chris? That's good, right? He sat down on the Everybody's Got a Podcast with the uh, the St. Brown Brothers, with Amon Ron and Equiminia St. Brown. And here is Justin talking about the unfollow to the Bears. What's with the unfollow with the Bears? What's up with that? Man, bro, I'm glad we're talking about it because people, why do people take social media so serious? Like, <laughs> but like, why, why are you not following the Bears? This and that. Like, I still mess with the Bears. This and that. I'm just trying to take a little break. I, I'm following the Bears and the NFL, bro. I'm not just trying to have football on my timeline. Like, mm. I know y'all mess with a girl, EQ, especially you. Just because you don't follow the girl on IG, don't mean you're not messing with them. <laughs> That's you know? true. That's true. That's facts. That's facts. But you, you follow you Luciana, right? Mm-hmm. But listen, listen, ma- yeah, that's, that's my bro. girlfriend, though. That's different. But I'm saying, like, when you're single, it's you really mess with the girls you don't follow more than the girls you follow. You, you know feel me? Oh, like, so you're yeah, saying you mess with the Bears. You're saying you mess with the Bears more now that you don't follow them. Man. Ah, like okay, that. okay. It's, it's something that I don't want to see in my timeline. I'm about to go on vacation. I don't want to see no football. And guess mm-hmm. what? Just, just get away. Get a little away from Every Bears post. It's either the draft. you follow. Nah, it's either follow. see the draft, Caleb. So it's like, bro. Man, I'm tired yeah. of hearing the talk. We want, like it's to, annoying. we want, yeah. it. like it's just, bro. Like it's time to just. So you're telling me you don't follow no football, bro? You follow? I follow Ohio State football. I don't follow the NFL. I don't follow the Bears. Bleacher like, Report. Bleacher, Bleacher Report. Report. It's basketball season. They're not posting nothing about football, dog. Mm. They're not posting nothing about football. There's Justin's reaction. Just wanted to get away from football a little bit. So I don't know. Doesn't really matter at the end of the day. He said it. Why do people get so wrapped up in social media? I don't know. They just tend to. But uh, one way or another, it's got very little bearing on the direction the Bears are going to go this year in the offseason. And uh, maybe that's the last time we have to discuss it, Yerk. Hopefully. I hope it is. Hopefully it's the last time we have to discuss it. Mm-hmm. Who's following who? Who's not following who? Is it who Why who's aren't following they? whom? Either way. Yes. Depending if it's an entity or not. Either way. Great. 
we'll figure out what the Bears are going to do shortly. Speaking of, uh, like, relationships and commitment. Yes. The Ringer did a 2024 NFL quarterback commitment index. You want to hear it real quick? Yeah, I'd like to. Uh, Icons, Patrick Mahomes. He's the only one in that group. I don't know how icon, what that has to do with the relationship, but right guy, wrong time. Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson, Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert. Kind of interesting. Right. right guy, wrong time. Right guy, wrong time going up against that guy. Right. Going against Patrick Mahomes. I kind of like that. Okay. Although Burrow did take him down in a game. That's true. Remember that. In, a, right. in a playoff game. Love at first sight, Yurko. CJ Stroud and Jordan Love. I think that's apropos. Yeah, even though first sight's been a long time for Jordan Love. But this was like the first time he really got to play. I understand, but it, it, it's still there. Love at first sight is when the person walks into the building, all of a sudden you're in love with them. That's CJ. Not the person being in the building for three years, and then suddenly one day shows up and says something special. So CJ Stroud applies. I don't think Jordan Love applies. Okay. Right. Ring shopping, uh, Jacksonville Jaguars and Trevor Lawrence. Promise ring shopping. That's funny. 49ers and Brock Purdy. I think those but are both you, slotted. You've also pretty... seen them abandon quarterbacks quickly. They yeah, have. They don't really care. I think they like Purdy the most out of the ones they've had, but rough first year of marriage. Eagles and Jalen Hurts, yes. Doesn't mean that the marriage can't rebound. It was just a rough first year rough, of marriage. Rough third year of marriage. Isn't that the third year? Well, because year? he signed his extension. I think that's why oh, they put boy. it that way. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Are they like the couple that got married right out of high school? Uh, and you're well, like, they were, no, he had a couple of years there. He was their starter for a couple yeah, years. It's good for yeah, the first yeah, couple of years. Know what? You might be right. It might be. And then be you get like to be that. like 30 and you're like, we've been together for 12 years. You might be right about that. Renewing their vows, the Cowboys and Dak and the Lions and Jared Goff. Yeah, that's always a bad thing. <laughs> the renewal <laughs> of vows. That, tell that, you what the renewal of vows means. I tell you what, no good. That, that one's perfect. Yeah. Happy second marriage. You're going to like this one. Stafford and the Rams. Yeah. Do they have to get, do you have to get them gifts? Uh, for the no. second wedding? No, no, no. The second one, no. Absolutely not. No, no. gifts? Just show up and be happy. I wonder if Jared Goff would be in that category. Mm. Happy second happy marriage. Happy second marriage. It's not bad, I wonder Yerk. if they'd be, you know, that he should be in that category. That's not bad. Like, new year, new me. Arizona and Kyler Murray. India and uh, Anthony Richardson. I, I think I, that that's apropos for both those guys. I can't wait to, I hope Anthony Richardson stays healthy because he's intriguing. I don't think Anthony Richardson finished a game this year before he got uh, hurt. I think Anthony Richardson is like, you got married, went to the honeymoon, he got stung by a bunch of jellyfish and, and couldn't do anything. And that was it? Yeah. Then the honeymoon was truncated and cut short. Seriously, before his season ended, did he even finish one of like the five games he played? I don't think he did. But he's intriguing, especially in Steichen's offense. Yes, he is. Uh, he's a nice guy, Tua, in the Dolphins. Uh, married the nice guy, uh, the Seahawks and Geno Smith. Married the nice guy and now panicking inside, Daniel Jones and the Giants. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I would what, do that, do that's the uh, Hello Darkness Mild Friends. This is a great list. At the yeah, end. Right. This is a great list. <laughs> Catching feelings after a one-night stand, Baker and the Bucks. I think that that's a good one. Uh, not really looking for anything serious right now. The Titans and Will Levis. Notice you still haven't heard Justin Fields and the Bears. Yeah, we're, I, I don't even know what category that would be. This is the best one. Ready? <laughs> Lied about his height. The first date was a disaster. Bryce Young and the Panthers. <laughs> <laughs> it's when you show up to the date and yeah. you're like, Fantastic. what? Wait a minute, what? Here's a picture from 12 years ago. 
toxic long-distance relationship, the Jets and Aaron Rodgers. Uh, maybe should have looked beyond the boy next door, Pittsburgh and Kenny Pickett. Ugly divorce, the Broncos and Russell Wilson. Quiet quitting the relationships, Atlanta and Desmond Ritter. The Patriots and Mac Jones, the Raiders and Aiden O'Connell, the Commanders and Sam Howell, and the Chicago Bears and Justin. What category? Fields. That is quietly quitting the relationship. I don't know if the Bears are quietly quitting anything. Are they loudly quitting the relationship? I, I, I think you know once you get put out there and the is that ghosting? Are, you, are they level. ghosting are they Justin ghosting Fields? And, and that's why ghosting's uh, Hey guys, could you send everywhere? me the uh, could you send me some of the new the new play stuff that we're going to get? It's like could the relationship the iPad? where, you, so where you're like saying, boy, don't things look better in Atlanta for you? Right, you know? right. Yeah, right. It's exactly. like, don't that, doesn't it, I think that girl works for you. Well done by Danny Heifetz and the, the Ringer crew for that. That was pretty funny. That's the 2024 NFL quarterback commitment index. Let's get back out to the phones. Mike's in the South Loop. Hello, Mike. Hey, good afternoon, fellas. Uh, just a couple things. I know you guys can't do it because you're the flagship uh, of the Bears. But, you know, down the road, Bear fans, first of all, a while ago, they should have just boycotted a game. You know, with social media, just sit there and say, hey, look, man, we're going to pick a game. We don't like the product on the field. But until the Bears fans start doing something dramatic, you guys got to understand, Bear fans, the McCaskies don't care. You know what they care about? Monday morning when they look at that balance sheet. How much merchandise? How many tickets? How many beers did we sell? Oh, and we won or we lost? Oh, who cares? What's the numbers? They're trust fund babies. So Bear fans, you can't bark and moan about it on the station all the time and then go out and support them. All right, well, all right, Mike, and I appreciate the uh, opinion. Waddle would take a different approach. He says, "Why is it Waddle's whole thing lately has been why is it you know like my job?" to tell people they can't go do something to influence how the McCaskies act. I don't know what's right or wrong. Let me, t- let me say something real quick and listen up. I'm, I'm listening. And Mike, I, honestly, I'm not like coming after you or anything at all. I appreciate, we always appreciate opinions and the phone calls. You don't have to call and preface. This is the second time this has happened this week. You don't have to call and preface anything. When you call this station to rip the Chicago bears or suggest something and say, you guys probably can't cause you're the flagship. Now, Sylvie has to show up on game day because it's part of his job. Yurko and Peggy show up on game day because, yes, we carry the Bears. It's part of their job. If me and Black and well, Black and Abdallah do the pre-pre too, but it's like, oh, if, if Black and Abdallah and I want to, or Waddle and I want to organize, wanna a, organize boycott. a boycott, I got news for you. We do it. We'll organize a boycott, period. I'll say it right here, right now on the flagship. And nobody will tell me otherwise. Not Danny Zetterman, not Craig Carmison, not Keith Williams, nobody. So you don't have to call and preface yeah. it and say you can't do this because you're the flagship. We can do whatever we want. Period. When it comes to the things we say, we can say whatever we believe. I don't go to Bears games anyway, so there's not much for me to boycott. I'm the wrong guy. But I think I've made my point pretty clearly. And I think I have over the years. I think Sylvie has. And he's part of the broadcast on game day. I think Yurko has. I think Black and Abdallah have. I think Hoodie has. We can say what we want. Yes. And if we want to call for a boycott, we'll call for a boycott. Again, I'm the wrong guy. I don't go to games. And so if, if anybody, I can't boycott. If anybody uh, wants to call and complain... 
it falls upon deaf ears here. <laughs> you know they can call and complain all they want. I'm, I'm saying, if they want to call and complain, we don't care. No, our bosses have told us in no uncertain terms That's it. that it won't roll back yes. down to us. So you, you can call and you can say whatever you please and you don't have to preface it, preface it with, I know you guys are the flagship and certain people might not like this. And Mike, maybe you're right. I don't know. Tell, tell, go start hanging around the tailgates and spread the word. Pass out pamphlets. Hey, the only time I, I, I ever experienced a boycott like that was when we played Cleveland in 94. What'd you guys do? What, oh, we didn't you, do when anything. You, when Cleveland, you were the Bay? fans stayed out. They blacked out the whole place. No advertising was out. All the advertisers pulled out. They didn't want their product associated with the Cleveland Browns. And they held a sit-out mm. for the first quarter, and the dog pound was empty. Is that right? The dog pound was empty, but the rest of the stadium was pretty full. The dog pound's a pretty significant part, yeah. though, of like, the whole piece, game day experience there, right? Big piece of that, yeah. I didn't know that. That's right. So they Back actually the went, through, they went through that. Yep. Followed through with that. Good. Only time I ever experienced it. And then Houston, they were leaving Houston when I played down there. Uh, boy, I forget what year I was there. 96, maybe. I forget exactly when they got rid of the Astrodome in their rotation. And it was pretty empty in there. Was it? Yeah, it was pretty empty. Uh, all right, we got a lot of calls. A lot of bear calls. Sit tight. We'll start zipping through some of these next. And... In a little bit, we'll uh, we'll get to the lunch rush and see some of the other uh, hot things on the board that Abdallah's got cooked up for today. We'll be right back. Zoning out on that Zoom meeting? Zoom, 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 Zoom. Find out what Carmen and Yurko were talking about. Tell your smart speaker to play ESPN 1000. Yurko found the game log he was talking about when he was in Jayville in 96. That was the last year the Oilers played in Houston. And right. Yurko said... He remembered pretty much the, 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 the they were leaving and what the fan response was like. So Yurko found the game. It was December. It was week 15 of the 96 season. It was Sunday, December 8th. You guys beat the Oilers in Houston and the announced attendance. Can you imagine this for an NFL game? 20,186. Yep. The next week, they played their last ever game before finishing in week 17 on the road. They played their last ever home game, Yurko, against Cincinnati. Right. December 15th, 1996 at the Astrodome, 15,000 yeah. in attendance. I told you, it was wow. an empty stadium. That's crazy. It's a weird game. That is crazy. Steve McNair was a rookie. Was that right? Was that McNair a rookie? Yeah, McNair was a rookie in 96. Wow, yeah. that is pretty. Yeah, you're right. You're, uh, Chandler yeah. looks like played most of the games, and McNair started four yeah. games. Yeah. Good old Chris Chandler. Started 12 games that year. McNair started four that's pretty amazing. You can imagine looking up in an NFL stadium and seeing 15,000 yeah, people. It was you empty. It's empty. You wouldn't believe it today. Josh is in Columbus. What's up, Josh? Hey, boys. Appreciate you guys taking my call. You got it. Hey, I uh, wanted to uh, kind of ask you guys a little bit about this uh, Courtney Cronin Fields Yates article. Yeah. That, uh, came I know you guys haven't, you know, maybe fully gotten to it. Um, but, you know, one thing I, I still kind of struggle with or I guess still kind of have some questions about is, you know, the ultimate return. For Justin, right? Like the same Darnold trade certainly seems to be mm-hmm. something that's being used to work off of. Mm-hmm. But like, guess the, the value of the player, or at least the value of Justin, is that he has you know two years of team control, right? Mm-hmm. But also on the other hand, like he seems to be a bit of a niche player, right? Like he, he hasn't really developed into a kind of a master of all things, right? You kind of got to tailor your offense and your team approach to you know, what he can do. And I just, you know, giving up a top 50 pick, agreeing to that second year 
all before he's even played it down. I mean, guys, that doesn't really feel like a championship level decision for you know a team like Pittsburgh. Like maybe you know what we're looking at instead of a top fifty pick in this year's draft is like a twenty twenty five third round pick. You know that can go up into a second if he's played X amount of snaps, and then you know maybe even graduate again to like a first if he's uh, retained into twenty twenty six. I don't know. Well, that top fifty pick is something that I, I, if I were those guys, I'd be a little hesitant to give up. And albeit he is a quarterback. Yeah. All right, Josh. Thanks for the call. Fair point. Let's uh, try to flesh that out a little bit. Like Josh thinks it's almost too high because he's a specialty sort of unique type player, and you have to tailor the offense around him. Maybe some of that's true. I personally think Justin Fields is better than Sam Darnold every day of the week. Yes. While he's maybe a different type of quarterback, right? if I ran a, a pro team, I feel like I have a better chance of winning with Justin as my quarterback than Sam Darnold every single day, twice on Sunday. So I think you have to go off that framework, to be honest. Yes. I really do. And I think as long as there are a couple of teams interested the Bears will get one of those picks. And that what Josh was referring to was the lengthy article that Courtney Cronin and Field Yates wrote for ESPN.com. We encourage you to check it out. They went through some scenarios if the Bears decide to keep Justin and trade number one or if they decide to take a quarterback and trade Justin. And the proposed packages, like in a deal with Pittsburgh, for example, would be Pittsburgh's round two pick, number 51 overall this year, and their fourth round pick this year, York. So a couple of draft picks. Again, you're sort of working off that Darnold deal. Mm -hmm. An Atlanta package would include uh, the second-round pick this year, which is number 43 overall. That'd be great. A Raiders package would include a pick and a player, and I don't think you're as high on these. You'd rather just have the draft capital. It would be a 2024 third-round pick and Hunter Renfro. If that were the case, I think I'd rather have the second-round pick. Now, I should double-check and make sure the Raiders have a second-round pick. Uh, But Fields had it as a 2024 third rounder this year and Hunter Renfro I think I'd rather have another pick in there than Hunter Renfro that's just me I mean I love the scrappiness of a Hunter Renfro don't get me wrong but who doesn't yeah is that no if you're the Bears right now like I know you could probably use that's not the other type of receiver you're looking to pair with DJ Moore that's the that's the third or fourth wide receiver that's sort of the luxury when your top two receivers are really really good right right what you want yes yeah so that's some of the, the trade scenarios they went through. They did the whole, you know, if they are going to trade the first pick and keep Justin, what it would look like. And it looks a lot like some of the proposals we were talking about yesterday. The farther you down you go, the more likely it is you'll get an additional first-round pick. If you flop with Washington, in their opinion, and I think they're right, chances are you're not getting uh, another first-round right, pick. You're not. No, not, not just moving down one. Sorry, that's you know, not going to happen. If you go with New England, you can get a 2025 first, which might happen. You can maybe pry multiple firsts if you get a team like Atlanta or Denver that wants to go way up the board. 312-332-3776 is the number if you've got an opinion. You're probably out at a quarterback at eight, maybe in at a quarterback at nine. Yeah, at this rate, you could be out by eight. It sure seems like if you're within eight, you're probably good, right? You'll have your choice of one of the four, being Caleb, Drake May, Jaden Daniels. Uh, Daniels, and J.J. McCarthy. Mm-hmm. Chicago's very own. Jackson's in Oak Park on the west side. Hello, Jackson. Hello, Hello Jackson. Hey, fellas. 
Um, one, I got to give Black credit. He was exactly right. He came on Instagram yesterday and said Justin just doesn't want to hear it anymore. Mm-hmm. So that was good on him. Um, and then what I think, one, the guy who said Justin's not going to start an NFL team next week uh, year is bananas. Yeah. I think he goes to the Steelers, but that's just me. Mm-hmm. And what I think is if they turn him around and he looks like an absolute stud, we are just the we're such an embarrassment as it is already. But we've got to look at our coaching staff, and all the it starts all the way at the top. You know what I mean? I've always believed that starts at the top. And if if they can turn Justin Fields around, we've got to take a massive look in the mirror and just say, what are we doing mm, wrong? Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. I yeah, I think we even know the answer to that, Jackson. Thanks, brother. Yeah, we think he'll be a starting quarterback somewhere next year too. Let me ask you this: by unfollowing the Bears on Instagram, you guys, what? Content is Justin like making sure he doesn't want to see. So he basically well, he, co- said, he said the co- the comments, the comments of the back and forth with Caleb Williams. He, he said, said that in the clip. Yeah, he said everything. Every time they every post time, something, it's trade Justin, draft clip. Caleb. Keep, what, what, yeah, he which said, one is talking? I, I thought that I yeah, was Alvin Ross St. Brown that was talking. All three of them are talking over but each so other. I don't know. I can't make heads or tails without seeing the uh, video. So he yeah. said that. So what he said? I thought that was Amon Ron St. Brown saying this is why you wouldn't follow. No, no, no. He said that anytime the Bears post something, all of the comments that he's tagged in are all going back. Back and forth on should they draft Caleb you. Williams? Should they trade Justin? Trade Justin? And so he's getting and alerts. he's seeing all of this and mm-hmm. he's trying to get okay. away from. It. All right, then that makes sense. I couldn't understand who was speaking, so forgive me. I thought that was yeah, one of the same Brown brothers. All three of them are essentially talking over each other. Okay. All right. Well, thank you for cleaning that up. Then, yeah. Me, he, but that that's made, what that he makes says, more yeah. sense. Then. Okay. Uh, damn. Maybe we should play it again. I, I sort of swore it off, but maybe we should. Yeah. yeah play. The play, play the short one again. Go ahead. Because okay, now, now that you uh, know that information, listen to when the person starts saying, should they draft Caleb? That's Justin who's saying that. Okay. All right. So let's hear this again. All right. So I don't think I realized that. Here we go. So we weren't watching the video. We only, Chris put it in after when the show had started, because that's when it was released. So you're going, I haven't seen video of this. And Justin's smiling the entire time. Is He's he? like laughing and smiling the entire time. Yes, so is. Okay. All right. Let's listen yeah. again to this. Here we go. What's with the unfollow Wait. with the Bears? What's, what's up with that? Who's that? Is that Equiminia St. Brown? No, that's Amon Ra. Amon Ra St. Brown. Okay. Here I'm we go. Ron. Trying to get the voices down. All right. What's with the unfollow Wait. with the Bears? What's, what's up with that? Man, bro, I'm that's glad Justin. we're talking about it because people, why do people take social media so serious? Like, <laughs> but like, why, why are you not following the Bears? This and that. Like, I still mess with the Bears. This and that. I'm just trying to take a little break. I, I'm following the Bears and the NFL, bro. I'm not just trying to have football on my timeline. Like, mm. I know y'all mess with a girl, EQ, especially you. Just because you don't follow the girl on IG, don't mean you're not messing with them. <laughs> that's you know? true. That's true. That's facts. That's facts. But you you follow Chiana, right? Hmm? But listen, listen, man, yeah, that's, that's, that's my bro. girlfriend though. That's different. But I'm saying like when you're single, it's you really mess with the girls you don't follow more than the girls you follow. You, you know feel me? Oh, like, so you're yeah, saying you man. mess with the bears? You're saying you mess with the bears more now that you don't follow them? Man, ah, it's, okay, okay. it's it's something that I don't want to see in my timeline. I'm about to go on vacation. I don't want to see no football. And guess mm. what? Let's, let's get away. Get away from every bears post. It's either right. see who you follow. Uh, nah, it's either see who follows. See the drive, Caleb. I got you. Man, I'm tired yeah. of hearing the talk. We want, like it's dude, annoying. we want, yeah. it. like, it's just, bro, like, it's time to just. So you're telling me you don't follow no football. Bro, you follow. I follow Ohio State football. I don't follow the NFL. I don't follow the Bears. Bleacher like, Report. Bleacher, Bleacher Report. Report. It's basketball season. They're not posting nothing about football, dog. That's good. Mm. And I post nothing about football. All right. That time he you're right. Did, I caught it. He followed the NFL until, like, yesterday. Did he? Okay. Yeah. 
Because like, I was looking through, because looking through who he was following, the NFL was on there after he unfollowed the Bears. So he was still following the NFL. I'm wondering if that was just like, yeah, I don't want to see anything NFL related. Okay, all right. He's going on vacation. He doesn't want to see it. Sean's in Maryville. What's up, Sean? How's it going, fellas? Good. Good. Hey, listen. So I got a kind of a scenario. First off, we won the Super Bowl, or we played the Super Bowl in 2007. We didn't win, so it's been a little bit less than 30 years. But no, it's Yurko it's said he's been. been they, Yurko said they've been in one Super Bowl since '85. One. Yeah, Yurko said that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But I wanted to run this scenario by you. So I'm. I've heard a lot of conflicting reports on on Williams and you know his attitude and things and so I wonder if we I've heard great things about Drake May so great things about Drake May not so great about Caleb so if we take if we trade Caleb for the first pick to the commanders and we get another second round and maybe we package a a third for for because they have two, right? They have two second rounders. Washington so package, does. Yeah. yeah, Washington does. Yeah. So if we if we tra- if we trade with the Commanders for the first pick, and we and we trade a, a third with it, could we? Do you think we could get that? There are two twos and thirty. I think it's thirty six and forty, right? Yes, or something like that. But yes. Yeah. Yes. Well, one of them is the Bears pick, then, obviously, that they traded for Sweat. Yes. Yes, I think they could. What happens if they draft Drake May? I think, well, to me, I I kind of like Drake May better anyways because he's a bigger-framed kid, and I think that, you know, he, he, he has all the athletic ability. Not, maybe not all the athletic ability of a Caleb Williams. He doesn't Williams, have Caleb Williams' athletic ability. <laughs> No, he does not. He does not. But he, he, he has some athletic ability. Yes, he does. And I, I think we could – I think he's a really great option. At, but at here, here's what I'm and saying, I Sean. What happens – but, Sean, what I'm saying is if you do that, how do you know Washington's not taking Drake May? I don't. I don't. There but everything go. is pointing that way, right? Because yeah, the, I, Cliff, probably. Right? Cliff's in, Cliff's in Washington now. I mean, he, he's worked with Caleb, so it all signs point that they really want him. Yeah, right? the, the scary, the, the only scary thing in that scenario, Sean, would be like if, you know, you do favor one of the other quarterbacks, are you sure the other team's not also on that quarterback? Like, Yurko said that a couple of weeks ago. You better be careful. And it's why if the Bears make a determination on the guy they like most, they'd probably be wise to sit there and take him at one. So that nobody beats you to it, right? Unless the conventional wisdom is that Caleb Williams is going number one, period. Yeah, but you don't... But like I mean, you listen, said, no if, team I like would J- have to, if I like J.J. McCarthy, I'm not taking him at one. That's true. There's no way in hell I'd be taking him at one. That's true. I feel like it has to be with one of these three guys. It's got to be either Caleb Williams or it's not, you know, nobody. Somebody's moving up to get Caleb because everybody keeps saying Caleb's number yeah, but one you quarterback. you even said a couple weeks ago, you go, how do you know that that team's going to do that? That they're no, they, they have no, they don't need to make an indication. They don't need to tell you what they're doing. Right, right. I guess I would just say like that's the one. I mean, listen, one, if you're moving down to three, you're making a commitment to either Daniels or May at that point. You know, 
mm-hmm. Caleb Williams is gone. Yeah. At that point, you would know. And if, if something changes a different direction, like we heard last year, remember it was Bryce Young for a while, then it was somebody else, it was, then yeah. it was, came remember back it was to Will Levis Young. for a little yeah. while. Remember how oh, yeah. weird that was? I, I do. And his odds went way down. It was all from like a Bleacher Report thing, I think, or something odd. All right, we got to take another quick break. Uh, we got some Wolves tickets to give away. We'll do that during the 2 o'clock hour. Crosstalk an hour from now. Lunch Rush is coming up. 312-332-3776 for Carmen and York. We'll be right back. Working from home? We're back in the office. Don't miss a minute of Carmen and Yurko. Just ask your smart speaker to play ESPN 1000. Sylvie's back, so uh, we'll see his smiling face in an hour for Crosstalk. Bleck and Abdallah on tonight. They'll crosstalk with Waddle and Sylvie about 6.15 or so. They'll go to 8. And I may have been a little harsh on Sylvie, and I apologize. I called him. I called him the human carbuncle. I think he knows you're kidding. I meant to call him a festering hemorrhoid. It's great to have him back. It's the second apology on the air today. Did you guys hear the first one? What was the other one? Did they apologize to you for ripping uh, Gus's Twitter? Not they. David Kaplan did. David Kaplan. Do you have it? Come on. No, I I, I don't have it. But he apologized for making fun of Gus's Instagram? He apologized to my wife and the dog. Good. You better watch it. Autumn will come down here and... You can crack yeah. some skulls if you're not right. careful. That's Captain. what I warned him last night on the airway. Skull cracker. You better be careful. She's a skull cracker. <laughs> I think I said uh, best of luck to him Yeah, that's with a, that one. Yeah. Uh, take that. <laughs> she, can, she can take a pair of walnuts and just smash them in her hand. Yeah. I wouldn't mess around. Yeah. Uh, so that's the second apology on the air. We'll, also, uh, we'll find a day either tomorrow or Friday to do a new Unhinged, the four of us back together for everybody. We'll throw that up on the ESPN Chicago app at some point before the week is over. Now that Sylvia's back, it is time for the lunch rush. Hello. Salam alaikum, my brothers. Hey. Yeah. I, don't know what I think Waddle's gone Thursday and Friday, yeah. so you get Waddle and Sylvie oh, together damn, one, one day only in the yeah. month of February. You guys have to record today. Waddle and Sylvie together. Yeah, yeah you guys got to come back at 6.30. No, come back at 6.30. 6.30. Uh, yeah, yeah, Studios yeah. are open. Oh, yeah, yeah. Studio B and A will yeah. be open at 6.30. I guess it'll 6:30 be tonight. the three-man weave again. We'll just do this one. Yeah, Sam's we'll do Waddle. three-man weave. Yeah. All right. All right, let's do it. Lunch rush time. We love this. The, uh, it is not Aki's A-list. It is not Muslim Musings. It is the lunch rush. Uh, the official list that is sent out from the NFL Players Association to teams and everything is out. came out today going into the combine, listing all the players and their agents. Mm. The only player without that wasn't listed, Caleb, Caleb Williams. He And according to Mike Florio from Pro Football Talk, he does not intend to hire one either. Does this become a concern for the Bears as they're probably going to draft him first overall. All right, I'll, I'll defer to Yurko on this. He knows about the contract. I'm not a concern until it becomes a concern. <laughs> so it's a concern <laughs> if you draft him. And again, he's got to have an agent. He's going to have to hire one whether he likes it or not. It well, doesn't make Lamar a difference. Lamar didn't do one. But the first, but the first slot. The first slot, Carm, right? The first slot has a you already know what it mil- is. $41 million. You already know what it is. Yes. Now, I understand why he doesn't want to hire you can hire somebody and negotiate a separate fee. You can do whatever you want. Okay? In, in in this instance. But you do have to get somebody that's certified, and that guy will come in and he'll represent it, look over the counter, do whatever for a minimal fee if that's what you're looking to do. Have a lawyer look over it. A few players have done a this. Lawyer, Roquan. A lawyer that is certified. Certified by the National. Yeah. Didn't we have the fake lawyer with or the fake agent? Yeah, with Roquan. Yeah. Was with Roquan. Yeah. Yeah. He was yeah. not a certified. Uh, right. You know, he was not a Sending certified stuff out. person. What was the yeah. name? Saint something. Uh, I feel Wasn't like it, it was. Saint it was, Nicholas. Uh, it was like a. 
It wasn't St. Brown. It wasn't it was Steve. St. Dominic Savio? It wasn't St. Dominic Savio. No? A great saint, by the it way. It wasn't John. It wasn't John either. It was, it was like Saint something. Yeah. Saint Omni. Saint Omni. Saint Omni. Saint Omni. And the NFL and the NFL PA were like, we don't know who this is. We can't. Yeah. Uh, we don't know this we guy. We can't respond to you if we don't know who you are. So uh, Roquan pulled it off. Lamar did as well. But uh, I, I, listen, if you're the Bears and you love Caleb Williams and you think he's special and you think he's going to be as good as everybody believes, then you don't let the fact that he doesn't have an agent deter you from drafting him. Let's put it that way. And you keep your fingers crossed that you don't run into any issues. All right, Adam, what's next? Uh, so the Super Bowl was obviously in Vegas. There's been a few players suspended for gambling on sports in the last couple of years. The NFL players want to gamble. They think that now there was a uh, an article from the Sports Business Journal from Bill King talking to a few players. They feel like the rules, this is from Falcons defensive end Calais Campbell. I feel like the rules are outdated. There was a time where it made sense, but now with technology and be able to bet on baseball and basketball on your phone, you can track what people are doing. The players want to go to the negotiating table and be able to bet on sports that aren't football because if you bet on an app, you can tell what you're gambling on. You, there's a track record of what you're gambling on. Yes. So the players want to be able to gamble should they be able to gamble on sports that aren't football. So who are they going to to, to be the able NFL. to get this? They like the Players Association is going to go it. to the league and say, we want to bet on baseball, basketball, hockey. Right. Did so what are they going to give up for that? Thank you. Something. Do you go get them, Yerk. you see how stupid the priorities are of NFL players? Do you see how stupid their priorities are? Uh, yeah. No, I'm, I'm, I'm going to uh, say it out loud. Yes. You're a bunch of idiots. That's what you've got right now. You've got a bunch of idiots. Instead of going after stuff that's real. Like health insurance? Yeah, all types of different stuff. <laughs> like how about lifetime health insurance? Yeah. Instead of going something that's for really important. We want to gamble. They want the, the right to be able to gamble. It is dope. Then you wonder why they're stupid and they get taken advantage of. I know. They deserve everything they don't get. I'm just letting you know that right now. Amen, brother. And that's every player as a whole for being for allowing yourself to be represented by morons with the NFLPA also. In principle, I like understand why they would want to bet on these other sports, but I think Yurko summed that up quite well. They don't they, they just don't get it. And that's Focus on other things that are yeah. more important, like your prolonged health care. Oh, like, how about like lifetime health care? Yeah, maybe, maybe I fight don't for need that. lifetime health care if I can just pay for whatever and then, if and, the Twins and, win and this game I, against the White Sox. My 18 parlay hits. <laughs> that's what, right? that's, so they'll say that's what we want. Okay, well, we never want to let the sour cap increase them more than 5%. And they'll say, okay. And, and they'll put, oh, duh, yeah. But I can bet the more Bucks honest. tonight. Yeah, but I can make my parlay. This is uh, a dumb question. The point is you got to give something up if you're going to get something. Right. NFL players can gamble just not in sports, right? They can go to Vegas and play blackjack, yes. right? Yes. Oh, yeah. Yes. You can play a, a play slot machine games, if you want to. Play everything you want. Slots, all that stuff. Yeah, yeah like, just not sports. You can it's play funny. horses. You can play the yeah. horses. It's funny to me that, like, that they can gamble over. if they yeah. want to right. on other items. Right. But this is, Yurko, you nailed it. I mean, nailed I, it. I, I, I'm sorry. Yurko nailed it. Uh, so we're watching soccer right now. Luton just took a one-goal lead on Ooh, Liverpool nice goal uh, in the too. EPL. It's a great Luton goal. Town. There's uh, some Champions League today. For the first time since the, I mean, since ever, uh, a soccer player is the most famous athlete in America. 
Lionel Messi. Messi. Lionel Messi. Yeah. There's Messi. a uh, SSRS is a company that's been tracking this. The most wow. popular athletes, people's favorite athlete. Lionel. So for a while, all through the 90s through 2006, Michael Jordan was people's favorite athlete in America. Majority of the people, when you ask them, who's your favorite athlete? It's Michael Jordan. Wow. Then Tiger Woods took over. Then it was Kobe Bryant, Peyton Manning, Steph Curry, LeBron James, Tom Brady. This is the first year since they started tracking this that the majority of people, now it's only like 20% because everybody says who their favorite athlete is, whatever. Right. That a majority of the population says a soccer player, and that soccer player is Lionel Messi. And what's more important, too, is the gap between Messi and Ronaldo is the largest it's ever been. And it's by like 20% or something like that. Like more people, a crazy amount more people said Lionel Messi is their favorite athlete in America. But they're asking people that live in America, right? I Mm -hmm. mean, Ronaldo's playing in Saudi Arabia, No, I know, I know. So it makes sense and good. That's great. It's great for the people that continue to want to spread the good word of soccer and hope that it I don't. What would the right term here be, Eric? Uh, matriculate even at a greater rate. I don't know if that's quite the right way to put that. Um, but like that, it's for the popularity in general of soccer. That's like really good. I didn't notice any hockey players on that. List. No, 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 no hockey no players hockey? on there. We got a soccer uh, player, no, but no, no hockey. Yeah, you got a soccer player. It's a little unfortunate. You got Jordan, no, Connor for, McDavid, for... go up and ask those Canucks. I bet you they're yeah, telling. I love Canadians. how Jordan was still the most popular in 06. Like he retired in 02. Yeah. That's incredible. All right, I like that. Really good. Good I like that little nugget. Uh, And some movie news. Uh, Yesterday it was announced. We were just talking about movies. Uh, Sam Mendes, who directed Mm. a couple of the uh, 007 movies, the last couple of 007 movies. Not the most recent. Quantum of Solace. uh, Sam Mendes is going to direct four separate Beatle movies, one on Paul, John, George, and Ringo, and intertwine them to tell the story of the Beatles. So it's going to be from each movie is going to be from a different perspective. It's going to be essentially the same movie, right. but each movie is going to be from the perspective of a different member of the Beatles. Wow. And they're all going to be released in the same year. Huh. And it's four movies, so you're going to get like four two-hour-plus movies about the Beatles. That's a lot. That's going like to be a, about the same story of the Beatles. What about Pete Best? No, they'll, no. they'll be Pete no, Best. That'll be in the, no, uh, yeah, no, no Pete Best. Do we, we see ob- something from Yoko's eyes? We obviously need to cast. That's a sequel. Sequel? Is what, what was Yoko doing? Yeah. <laughs> A lot of horizontal mambo, I bet you. Oh, so uh, right. the, the other the other I, thing is Paul Dano all four. play John. By the way, does that make sense to me? To Ooh, you that's guys? actually good. Could be. Dano play John. That's good. All that's, four are going to be released in the same year. Yeah. I love that. It's a lot. I, it's, it is a lot. It's a lot it's a, Beatles, that's man. an ambitious project. Mm-hmm. But I like the Beatles and I like Sam Mendes. So we'll see what that's all about. We have, we all have to cast that too. I think Paul Dano just jumped I like out your for guy, your guy uh, Miles for uh, Paul McCartney. Miles Teller for Paul McCartney? I think he pulled it off. He's an actor. He's an actor. I don't know that he really looks like Paul McCartney, though. I think uh, Rami Malek for uh, Ringo. Rami Malek will end up in the movie because he ends up in all of these movies. I know. He's, he's talented. In, and he's, he's, well, and he was in, he's been in a Sam Mendes movie before, hasn't he? He's, he was in one of the 007s, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah he was. He was, he was what's yeah, his name? He was, he was the uh, bad yeah. yeah. Blofeld. Yeah. Wasn't he? Yeah. Was it, or, no, he wasn't Blofeld. He had the mask. Half yeah. mask on mm-hmm. his face. Oh, yeah. What the hell was that? That was character? an awesome movie. Yeah. It was an awesome movie. What's it? Christoph Waltz played Blofeld. Um, yes. yes. Damn, I can't think of the character, but you're right. And there's he, a movie where they're both the in the same. Lucifer Safin in there No Time go. to Die. Yeah, there he's great. Awesome. All right, that's good stuff. We love the lunch rush. That's See, the we rush. To, no time to die. A few things. What happened to the lines lit up? That usually means we got something wrong. What happened? I don't know. We'll, we'll figure it out. We'll I'll figure it out. Adam will start screaming. We must have gotten something wrong because when or the lines all right. light up, 
Maybe somebody was trying to help us. Maybe they enjoyed the conversation. Yeah, I don't know. Why so negative? Goes, I don't know, because I've been doing this a long time. Normally, it means they're pointing out we said something wrong. I mean, you're not perfect, Carm. We <laughs> make mistakes. I know. All right, it's Carmen in New York. We'll be right back. Zoning out on that Zoom meeting? Zoom, 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 Zoom. Find out what Carmen and Yurko were talking about. Tell your smart speaker to play ESPN 1000. Got time for all your calls coming up here right after 2. Yeah. Crosstalk at 2.35. We'll also give away some Wolves tickets during the 2 o'clock hour. This was funny. Uh, Connor Bedard, he's just 18. You know, Yurko, he's a kid. He's 18. And he was asked as he was returning to the ice a few days ago, after suffering a broken jaw, you know, what his feelings were like. But a big word was used by a reporter. And uh, take a listen to this exchange. Do you have any trepidation out there about taking a hit or anything like that? I have no clue what that word So the uh, reporter said, do you have any trepidation about taking a hit? Yeah. And when he said it, you can see Bedard's reaction. His head goes, but he yeah. goes like that. And, he, and I big love word. the honesty. He goes, I have no idea what that word means. Yeah. I don't know if I knew at 18 what trepidation would mean. If somebody said it to me, I was an 18-year-old kid. I might not know either. Probably. But yeah. he didn't BS his way through it, which I kind of love. It made me think of when uh, I was covering the Bulls when Ron Artest was young. Ron was just a kid. He was 20 years old, you know, right. playing basketball. Young man. And Ron had had a finger injury. This was either his first or his second year. He might have been a rookie. And he had a finger injury, and like Tim Floyd gives us the update after practice about Ron going to go get a Ron's going to get a consultation on his finger. Okay, right. what do we do with the finger? Can he play through it? Does it need to be pinned? Does he need surgery? Blah blah blah. Right. So then Ron comes out to meet the media, and uh, somebody said, "So Ron, you're going for a consultation on your finger." And Ron said, "What?" He said, "You're going for a consultation on your finger, right?" And he said. I don't think so, but I don't know what a consultation is. It was fantastic. And we all chuckled and, like, explained it. Oh, okay. And I loved the honesty. I loved it. I loved covering Ron Artest. He was uh, – Ron was interesting. We once asked Ron um, – I think this was a separate injury, and that somebody had said to him, like, they said, Ron, you're listed as day-to-day. And he said, I'm what? He said, are you day-to-day? And he goes, geez, I hope not. <laughs> when you think about it, like, if somebody said to you, Yurko, you're day-to-day, you'd kind of be like, whoa, that's... Yeah, what does that mean? That's a little scary. Yeah. I mean, I'm day-to-day. Does that mean, like, tomorrow I might not be here? So Ron goes, geez, I hope not, <laughs> when he was asked if he was day-to-day. And I love Ron for that. I absolutely loved him. Well, he didn't know. It was awesome. He didn't know. Let's face it. I mean, from 18 to, like, 24, how much do you learn over that period of time uh, it's a lot a lot it's a lot a lot and you know the fancy words i mean i was always a big fan of vocabulary so i loved you know looking up synonyms synonyms, synonyms for stuff synonyms. And antonyms and this and that homonyms i love doing that homophones. i love to sit i'd read and i'd sit there and figure out well you know how you could say different things different ways it's good it's a well, good thing good to learning, learn but you're yes. right you don't really do it when you're yeah. 16 17 and but darn I mean, honesty you, was great i had no idea what vapid was for vapid. a long period of time good word vapid. and i had to look it up yeah i hear a word boom i'd look it up yes. figure out what the hell oh. it means my dad used to always tell us that don't ask yeah. me get the dictionary yeah. now you can go online it's even easier right it's, it is even easier but i love bedard's reaction i have no idea what that word means it was classic david is in south florida what's up david Hey guys, how are you guys doing? Good, good, good. With all this, uh, good, good, good. With all this talk with Caleb Williams and Justin Fields and Drake May, whoever we're going to draft, this is what I want to focus on. And Yurko, you're a former player. Do you guys feel confident 
in these coaches to develop whoever is going to be at the QB position. First we got all, Shane Waldron. Yeah, you got different coaches now. Right. So right, we got Shane Waldron. Right. We got uh, we got an unproven quarterbacks coach, Kerry Joseph. I've, I've never had to, I've never even heard of the guy. I had to Google his name and find out what his uh, experience is. And then you got a passing co- game coordinator named Thomas Brown. I never heard of these guys besides Shane Waldron. So do you know who I the know. offensive coordinator in Houston is? Uh, offensive coordinator in Houston? No, I don't. But I, most of the big name coordinators, I can t- I, I can name out most big name coordinators. But I'm talking about the guys who are going to handle well, uh, Justin Fields or Drake May or Caleb Williams. Terry uh, Joseph is the QB coach. Do you know, you know. guys know anything about him? Well, I mean, listen, I, I just because we don't doesn't mean they're not qualified. I don't know if before the year, if I said, do you tell me about Bobby Sloak, if you would have known much about Bobby Sloak, David. I just know that looks, he's Bob Sloak's kid. Looks, I, I, it looks pretty good in, in Houston right now. I don't even know who the quarterback's coach in Houston is. Yeah. But it looks pretty good right now. I mean, at some point... The name Mike McDaniel was who the hell's Mike right, McDaniel? Who the hell is he looks he? pretty good right He's now. He's young so kid just, that drank too much is who he was. Well, that's true. If you go back in his history, yeah, and, and so and he talks about it. And he admitted it. Yeah, and yeah. so I, I, you know, I don't, I don't know, David. I mean, I, I hope they can get it right. They certainly, they've certainly shown us a propensity of not getting it right and failing in years past. But that doesn't mean you don't keep taking swings. And they've changed pretty much their entire offensive coaching staff. They're probably going to draft a quarterback, and you hope they finally do it right this time. Kerry Joseph has coached in the league for what it's worth for quite some time. Played in the league? Yes. Yes, he did. He played in NFL Europe. He played in Canada. So he he played for as long as he could play, and then he went into coaching right away. He's been coaching uh, for a decade in the NFL. So Starting with the New Orleans Saints in 2014. I hope they got it right this time. We'll give away some Wolves tickets during the 2 o'clock hour. We'll grab more of your phone calls. We're back in two minutes.